Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So today on the Sunday League Show, uh, the first part of our OBD SFL Champions Show, uh, I'm joined by, uh, this must be a hat-trick or at least, or, or fourth time John's been on the podcast for his team, Beckenham Manor. Um, the Division Four uh, champions this season in the OBD SFL were Hatch and Beckenham Manor. Um, we've spoke before on the podcast and uh, sadly John didn't have any trophies to talk about. Well, he's gone and done it. He's gone and got a trophy. John, welcome to <laughs> Sunday Cheers, League thank Show. You. Thanks for joining thank us. You. Congratulations. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, uh, for, yeah, as you said, for first time on uh, talking about something, uh, um, uh, talking about an achievement for once. So yeah, nice. well, I made I made the mistake of calling you a champion on the very first show, I think, and uh, what I meant was that you championed um, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday League football. But I know there was yeah. a lot, there was a lot of shit thrown your way when I said that. Sorry, you just broke up there. I, I know when I called you a champion of, of Sunday League football, yeah. I meant you championed Sunday League football at the time you were in the committee uh, yeah. and uh, there was all sorts going on uh, for you. But now you are actually a champion. You do have a trophy, yeah. which is great. Change, change of approach, I think, that, that done that. <laughs> so let's get into that because that, 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 really, yeah. that may form part of the interview. So aspirations before the season. So... You obviously took the decision um, to to stop that sort of chase for getting the team as high as you possibly could and calling in players mm. left, right and centre. And you'll probably get on to saying that disjointed. It seemed to disjoint the club a fair yeah. bit. And the merger from Hatcham uh, with Hatcham didn't really benefit you guys at, in the division that you were in at, at the time. So aspirationally... At the beginning of this season, what what was the focus and and what was what was the the goal that you wanted to achieve? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. For, firstly, I think the, the the merger with Hatcham did uh, benefit us for for the division that we were in, um, and that was always that was always the aim with that merger was because I you know throughout the seasons whenever we got promoted, I always called in new players and was always kind of chasing that that next promotion. Um, and then with the Hatcham, I wasn't that I was falling out of love with the football, but I just didn't have the energy and the time that I did in, in previous seasons in getting in new players. So it was kind of a way of helping Millsy out with his side. And it was kind of a way to, for me to get that, you know, to, to cut some corners in terms of player recruitment. Um, and yeah, it didn't really, didn't really work in terms of from our, from our point of view, in terms of the players that I had that I wanted to keep, um, a lot, a lot of players got a bit disheartened with it. It, it got a bit too competitive in terms of um, places and and the um, you know in the team, and it kind of it kind of lost what Sunday football was about. Um, and to be honest, if it wasn't for probably the first lockdown, um, I think we probably would have. I probably would have called it a day. Um, just in terms of, you know, I wasn't keeping my my guys happy 
Um, and that, that's all really kind of what, what it was about for me. Um, so did that break of, did that break from it and the, and the you know the potential yeah. that football well we didn't have football and was it that sort of that gave you that spurred you on and you thought no yeah. fucking hell I'm not we're not going out like this we've got to, we've got to do something about it yeah it was it was the charity games that we had at Bromley I think you were involved with one of them and, and we had another one a couple a couple of months before and you know we had all the old faces back from first and second season and and uh, a couple of lads said to me oh, I would would you not want to do it again and, and do it do it properly this time and just keep you know keep everyone together rather than you know chopping and changing the squad and and I kind of looked at it and I, and when when it was kind of the back end of the season before the you know the, the voided season um, a few players sort of said to me look we're going to go elsewhere because we're, we're sort of not getting in the team and and it's the level the level was you know I wouldn't say it was too high for them but in terms of what where we were trying to, you know, what we were trying to achieve with with Rich and and, and Millsy, you know, with his with his guys. I mean, some of the some of the guys that we've got that we had in that season are the ones that are now in the, the Hatcham first team that have kind of taken that league by storm on, you know, after after this lockdown. Um, so as you as you can imagine, the you know we, we as you can see from how we are, you know, we're, we're a bunch of piss takers. You know, we we like a laugh. Um, to compared to sort of how how they are, you know, they take it yeah. very seriously. So, a few of the guys were going to break away, and I said, "Look, don't don't do it yet. Let's get this season out of the way. Let's create a new a new third team. Let's go. Let's let's start sort of down down again, and just try and just try and enjoy it for di- you know for the different reasons. Um, and you know, and everyone wanted to get back involved. You know, I had I had people from from the first season. I had people then." Calling in, you know, their brothers that, that hadn't really played eleven aside for, you know, eight eight to ten years. So yeah. So for us, I thought, you know, yeah, this is this is perfect, you know, and everyone knows each other, and 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 let, let, let's try again uh, from from you know where we were, and um, you know, and and we, we joined we joined in the fourth division. I, I said to the league, you know, give it give us something that where we can base ourselves and see how we are, um, and. Yeah, do you think, do you think the fourth was was that where you asked, or was the fourth where you ended up? Do you think it was the right this right division for you? It, it's a hard one. I I really did think it was the right the right division for us at the start of the season. Uh, when we when we completed preseason, we had enough preseason. Uh, everyone was still getting to know each other though, and you know we lost the teams in Division Three quite heavily. We we narrowly beat some teams. Um, so I, I always had the confidence that yeah we were in the right division and look if we'd have gone if we'd have won the seventeen nils and the ten ones at the start of the season I probably after three games probably would have said look let's put us up but we had a couple of cup games you know we 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 only narrowly beat you know Tudor Tudor Sports who, who won the division five we beat them I say narrowly but it was six three but for us that you know that conceding three goals and three goals. A three-goal difference around these divisions isn't, you know, is, is can be classed as a close game. Yeah. Uh, we and then there was uh, Spartans who we only just beat four-one. It was one-one until the seventy-fifth minute. We were division below us. Um, so, so for me, I had a bit of confidence that, yeah, okay, yeah, we we are in the right division. Um, it wasn't only until Saturday football uh, got voided again for the second season when. 
everyone wanted to be involved and uh, and I had you know people at my disposal who I didn't expect to to have around at the start of the season um and it was that really that probably towards the end of the season made us think made us look like you know we were in the wrong division um mm. but when but when you look at our results I mean against the second and third place teams um that you know they were very narrow games um and the you know and, and, and the Warren as well um you know, we only beat them 3-2 earlier on in the season. Um, and they probably deserved something out of that game. Um, yeah, a couple of freak results. But all in all, I think I think we were competitive. You know, and you look at the games that we lost. You know, we lost to Crayway, who, who uh, before before the lockdown, had played six, lost six. Um, yeah. And we were, their, we were their first win. And, you know, since, and since then, they've gone on. And I think they only lost one of the one game since, you know, after that. Um Hayden, you know, Hayden beat us 2-1, who probably on the day deserved it more than us. So, so yeah, I'd, I'd, it was only until probably the back end of the season where where we started, it started to get a little bit silly. Um, but no, apart from that, I think I think we were competitive, you know, we kept it competitive throughout throughout the, the, the start of the season and and up until maybe mid, mid-May, I'd say. Okay, so during the season, there must have been a bit of a rocky period where you needed to make some changes or, as you say, maybe Saturday football ending and the way it did, mm. maybe that was the change uh, that helped you towards that title push. Do you think it's, it's fair to say? Yeah, I, I think so. I think um, because, you know, my point of view, I always said that this was the season where I just wanted to get back playing playing um it was only it was only until sort of halfway through that i kind of realized that i'm 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 not as fit as i used to be and and you know back problems um which sort of really is taking a, a yard of pace out of out of my out of out of my game and so i i made the decision where i can't play and manage i have to do one or the other um because it was it was it was chaotic around, you know, before kickoff and around, you know, around the around the pitch when I was playing. So I decided to to make that decision where I'm just going to manage. Um, and then, yeah, it did help with uh, the Saturday Saturday guys not being, you know, not having games. Um, they were able to to, to be full time. Um, and a little bit of me as well at the start of the season, you know, where we just wanted to enjoy the season. I was always rotating, um, bringing in, you know, players that would play, say, would start one game, then won't be involved. And then another player would come in and won't be involved. And I'll just, because I had 18 to 20 players available every week and I just wanted to be fair to everyone. Um, but it wasn't until the, the Hayden game, the first one back, I mean, you saw you saw when we did the, in the club friendly, which was the first game back after lockdown. The, yeah. the amount of players I had at my disposal, yeah, um, and the, the the team that I had that I kind of had in my mind going into the first game were the ones that got spanked. Um, so I kind of looked at that and thought, well, if I I need to stop rotating around too much and chopping and changing, so I just decided, right, just do it as you know, do it as as anyone would. Go with you, go with you, you, you most. Uh, you know the, the best performers, um, and that kind of made it. Yeah, that kind of spurred us on after that. Um, and it wasn't until the double header against Crayway where we all kind of looked looked at it and thought, yeah, actually, we we need to. We can't 
take this as a, as too much of a laugh. You know, we need to we need to really put our heads down every every game now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that kind of spurred us on. Uh, what could you have done better this season? Uh, I know you've just said so. You 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 tried to be a mates team at the beginning, but you was you, it wasn't doing it wasn't great in the early doors of pre season and maybe after lockdown mm-hmm. that didn't really work out best. Was the change of keeping keeping um, partners partnerships in the team or keeping that starting eleven the same? Was that was that the was that the thing where you thought oh, we've got to do this better? Is that the answer to that it, question? Basically, yeah. In, in a way, yes. I think that, you know, we we always kept the same ethos, which was, you know, be, being everyone had to bring something to the team. I wasn't I wasn't ever going to bring in anyone like we had done in previous seasons, sort of come in where they didn't know anyone, but they used to have this, you know, semi, you know, scaffold, scaffold level um, background and say, oh, yeah, this guy's come in from this team. He's, he's, he's good. And then he'll come in for a couple of games and, you know, wouldn't really talk to anyone or, you know, wouldn't get to know the team or wouldn't offer anything to a group chat. So what what I really wanted this season is that anyone that I brought in mid-season or anyone that, that comes in, including this, this pre-season, has to know at least two to three other people in the team before they come in. Um, and I and I stuck to that, you know, for instance, we Tower came down from a couple of divisions from, from signing from Hatcham. He came yeah. down, but he, he he knew he knew five, six people in the team already. Um, you know, same as same as Nicky Pitt, who who asked me to get involved and uh, at the time I was struggling for players, but he came in, he knew Ted, he knew me, he knew a couple of other players. So so people like that, I just I I had that same mentality with anyone with everyone they had to offer something to the team had to offer something to the group chat and I think you know as you as, as you saw probably from our videos you know that that's kind of gone on throughout the rest of the season and yeah. you you came down to run the line for us in, you know in, in the London Cup and yeah I think you could you could see our togetherness there as well um, and that's something that we've never we've never had to never I, I, ever had. I definitely I definitely think I, I came down I wanted to watch a game that night and I came down and did the line for you but definitely Hatcham back in the manners of a year before or, or two seasons before probably would have lost that game yeah uh, and yeah. that but the, you could see the resolve in the team that night and uh, yeah it was a good it was a good game good performance is, is, is the yeah. London Cup are you look are you looking at that as an opportunity? Was that the mill? Was that the one Mildeen one that you played? No, they, I think they were the the one above us. I think we were in the yeah we were in the the, the lowest, obviously based on our on our league uh, on our division in the league. So Sellers um, won that one, did they? Yeah, so yeah, Sellers Sellers won that one, and they were the, they were the team to beat us as well. And um, that that again was pretty much similar game to the one that you saw the, the week before. Um, very close. We went a goal down, pulled one back. Uh, one-one, um, we we lost it on penalties, and I think really it, it, it was a fair game. They they said to us, you know, they've gone on, I think they've won like twenty-five games in a row this season. Yeah. They've not they've, they've not dropped a point in the league, and they've not um, they've won every cup that they've entered. And they said, you know, they they turned around and said to us, you know, you you're the best team that we, you know, best team that we played by far, and we kind of you know took that on board. But you know, we look back at their win and. Full credit to them, but we look back at that and think, you know, only if we'd have just got, you know, I probably made a couple of substitutions that kind of, you know, dropped our intensity a little bit. 
we kind of look back at that and probably think we probably could have won that game if we'd have just kept that level of intensity um, for the last 25, half an hour. Um, and we probably look back and say, we, you know, we could have won the, won the cup if we'd have won that game. Um, so that's the only thing that I really could think that we, we, we should have done better at. Fair enough. What's been the best result of the season? I know many, many a week you've texted me before we recorded the show and said, don't include that game. They had nine men <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. But um, so the massive results that you've had, you probably won't, you probably won't include those. But what, no, when, you, no, when you, you look back over the year, what's, what, what are the best results that stand out for you? I definitely think the, the Ellis... Ellis Athletic Games, um, the one-one. I think I think that was filmed for the league. Um, there was also so so the highlights are, are there, and I think everyone sort of said you know that that game, the highlights were definitely weren't a Division Four highlights. You know? Is that the one where that the ref was, the ref second he cautioned the second caution right at the death for a dive? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Cool. What a brave ref, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made the right. He made the right call. The only, the only thing the player said was that I actually wasn't looking for a penalty. I, he said I just pulled my legs out of the way of of a, of a challenge. So, but I, I said to the referee at the end, look, you, you know, if you if you blew the whistle for simulation, you got to book him. So yeah, he, he did have to go. Um, and I, I think I don't think there was many people calling for it. Um, but yeah, no, it was definitely that, that, that game, the one-one. I mean, again, we scored to get a goal with about five, ten minutes remaining, um, that, that was season-defining because if we hadn't, that would, have been a, that would have been our third loss. It would have been in Ellis's hands. Um, and then we played Ellis a couple of weeks later, uh, a midweek game, and it was 1-1 right until the, the last kick of the game and, and Tower, Tim Beckford, sort of went, went on from the halfway line, just beat the offside track. It was one-on-one, one, but the ball looked like it, it kind of, it went beyond you know, shoot. You know, from shooting range, and he and he somehow tucked it, smashed it into the bottom corner. Um, and the scenes after that goal went in. I mean, you look at Essie Dons when they celebrate. We had <laughs> we we don't have many supporters, but we had brothers and dads all coming in, and half of them were running on the pitch celebrating. And we got in quite a bit of trouble for that. But you know, that that that's what it meant to us. Those scenes after that goal, what it meant to us. You know, and and I think Ellis Ellis Athletic have their own podcast that they do on on um, SoundCloud or oh, do Spotify. But yeah, they just do like an interclub one, and um, it's quite you know we, I, after this I think it's quite a good thing what they're doing. They interview all their players and and, talk, and then and then and you know and they you know they they said that that game was probably the best they they've been involved in as well. Um, and uh, yeah, and that spurred on our season. That got that goal pretty much defined our season after that because the togetherness again in the bar afterwards just yeah that that for us was the best result of the season by far uh what we, is that your favorite game as well or was there another game that stands out yeah that 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 was my favorite game i wouldn't to be honest i can't really tell you a favorite game from being on the sideline because i'm half the time I'm even nervous wreck or pacing up and down or uh i don't really you know i'm Moan, you know, even moaning at ribs or something like that. So I don't always enjoy a game from start to finish. No. Um, it was just the yeah, the the relief when that goal went in probably probably was probably up there as my favourite game. Um, but to be honest, the last game of the season, I wasn't there for it. I, I've, I've been in, I was away. Um, but we pulled names out of the hat for positions, and okay. um, and, and all the lads just lit. So we had like you know, 
uh, someone in goal. Uh, you know, uh, our goalkeeper, our goalkeeper was in midfield, and our striker was at right back, and things. Like, and I think everyone, I think you could tell definitely by how the group chat was afterwards. You could tell that probably was up there as everyone's favourite game. So yeah. I think if everyone's enjoying it, then I'm, then then I would be, even though I wasn't there to see it. But yeah, that was the that was the last game of the season. That one. Um, be a nice so, little, be a nice little rivalry with Ellis uh, going forward. Now I think they finished in in the promotion places, so you'll meet them again next year. That'll be um, a good game to 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 look out for next year. Any other rivalries yeah. uh, cropped up over the season? Hayden was Hayden was a good Hayden was a good games. Um, it we had we had it all kicked off against them. You know, no no fault of anyone's. You know, I'm not going to turn around and say, oh, it was all because of them or all because of us. But, you know, it kicked off with them, a big, big sort of brawl, two players sent off. Um, but but after the game, it was fine. Uh, you know, I, you know, the two managers, there was, there was no sort of arguments off the pitch. It was all dealt with by the ref and uh, not not probably in the right manner that we all thought. But at the end of the day, it was all sort of both teams had a man sent off. And, and so it was a feisty game. That was a feisty game. And then, then they came to us, cut couple of weeks later midweek again and um it, that was a tight tight game as well um with a minor handbags but you know no, nothing against Hayden you know every team has that um bit of feistiness in them so for that for us the two the three teams that have gone up um all all three all you know our, the four games that we had against those two and I think probably the two games that Ellis and Hayden had with each other as well yeah were all quite close uh, one or two goals in it, um, and I don't think more than two goals scored either. So, yeah, that, that, those three teams I, I, th- I think will be will be rivals again going into next year. But with Ellis as well, I think they're a lot of our players know their players and vice versa. I think there's there's a friendly rivalry there as well. You know, that, you know, despite our, you know, despite us winning at the end of the end of the game everyone's in the bar having a drink afterwards and you know I, I, Wayne Wayne Mitchell who, who runs them I have good conversations with he's a he, you know, top guy um, a couple of their players as well so yeah no it was all it was all good it was all all good fun really and that's how that's how like I said that's how we kind of wanted it going into this year you know there's no there's no bitterness no no fierce rivalries it, it was all all in good taste so I think that will continue again so when you look when you look at the way things had got, you built up some some fierce rivalries with a few teams um, over the years on the way through to um, Division One, <clears throat> and uh, this season has it been a lot more enjoyable? Just taking that step back down and just enjoying Sunday League football yeah. rather, rather yeah, than competing definitely. with teams who want to get the best players in and 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 managers that seem to be always sort of touting players for, for their team. Was it nice this season just to take a step back and just enjoy Sunday yeah. football for, for what it is? Yeah, li- yeah, literally. I mean, I, like I said, this was my last... I felt that last year could have been my last season. Um, and then this year, I still had in my mind, this could be my, you know, this could be my last season, having you know, starting a family with, uh, with my wife. So I kind of didn't realise how much involvement I'd have beyond this season. So... This this year was all about trying to enjoy it, getting the players to enjoy it as well. I think that was the main thing for me because seasons gone by where we might have had a good season, finishing second and having games, uh, seasons unbeaten and things like that. But it wasn't always enjoyable because of some of the people that we had in. You know, some people wouldn't take it too seriously. Um, 
but enjoy playing on a Sunday where others would take it really seriously and not enjoy playing with the people that weren't. So for me this year, it was all about trying to get everyone on the same, in the same level, um, enjoying it. And yeah, I, I, for me, you know, title aside, you know, look, it's, it's did for it. it. It's not the senior or prem, um, but title aside, for me, the biggest achievement that I've had this year was getting everyone in, enjoying it again and um, wanting to be part of the team. Um, yeah, I mean, you've got 25 players, 26 players in the group chat, all available every week. Yeah, that's pretty unheard of, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, um, look, it, again, Saturday football not being around is, is a, it was a big help as well. Um, but yeah, this, this season was, was just about players' enjoyment first and then, you know, where we were in the league was would, would always come second um, and then you know when when it got to sort of around the April time when when teams kept you know, dropping points and we were looking at you know a couple of people kept their eye on on the league um, that that's when we all kind of as a, all together said right boys let's get our nut down now and let's let's focus on the remainder of these two months and then we can just go all out all out enjoy it after after we win it um, so for me they 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 kind of took it upon themselves to to really push, really push for for the title and kind of took it out of my hands in a sense. In yeah. terms of you know looking at leagues positions things like that, I, I I promised myself I wouldn't do that this year. Um, just be just you know from for my for for my own sake of just enjoying that last that yeah. that possibly that last season. So um, yeah, so it's full credit to them really. Um, you know where where we where we finished and how how we finished the season. Uh, how did those lads that hadn't played eleven aside football for a while um, deal with your? I mean, it, it, the word to describe the fixture sort of congestion for you boys. Luckily, a few teams didn't fancy didn't fancy playing you towards the end of the year, so you had a bit of a break. But um, some of that fixture congestion, especially after the restart, I mean, you played two games uh, one after the other in, in two days. You played a, a league game and a London yeah. Cup game the day after each other. How did those boys that um, haven't played for a while deal with that sort of fixture congestion because it, it was crazy it was hectic yeah yeah I, th- I think really the double headers were splitting those splitting those double headers up um you know gave, gave us that that extra step on other, on on the other teams as well i think because double headers are, can be a lottery i think you've said it quite a few times you know on your podcast and on twitter as well that that you know anything can happen in these double headers, and, and you know you look at the Crayway game. I don't think I've ever, as a as a club, I don't think I've ever played a double header and won both games. So for us, splitting those up um, was was vital in in how we finished um, playing Ellis midweek, playing Hayden midweek, uh, United of Bromley midweek. Um, you know, because we we went to Norman's Park against United Bromley and we struggled over ninety minutes. Uh, we we needed two goals in the last three and four minutes to to turn that game around and, and get three points. You know, it, if that was a, if that was a double header, we'd have we'd have lost that over sixty minutes. Um, so as much as the like, yeah, it was a struggle. But then saying that we we had we still had a big big enough squad that say we had those two games back to back, I was able to pick six seven. Different players, uh, different players. So there was only there was only six or seven players that played in both of those games. Um, you know, used two keepers, used you, you know five 
five of the, the, the brothers and cousins of the Hannafans, you know, they all they all missed one game and all came around for the next one. So we were, I was able to rotate those games. Um, it was it was tough. There was one week where we found it tough, where we played, I think, Sunday, Thursday, double headers. No, uh, we played a Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Tuesday, and then had a double header the following yeah. Sunday, which yeah. which then got then got postponed. But luckily, but that that would have been the case of you know uh, seven games in ten days. Or, yeah. Um, so that was things like that. Yeah, were tough, and you could kind of see the, the, the you could kind of see the the struggle with some some guys. You know, we were picking up a bit of injuries uh, here and there. Um, but yeah, we managed to managed to pull pull through it. But it was it was tough. It, it was a tough, um, you know, fixture wise, congestion wise. But again, luckily as well, we had pretty much most of our games on the back end, all all at home. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we had the luxury of playing at Glebe this year. And and when when he when he had to rip the pitch up in uh, May, he gave us an outside pitch that was same size. Yeah. So there wasn't, and and it was actually. Bit flatter, you know. Glebe has that sort of small, small uphill from from one side oh. to the other. Where, <laughs> where it's where, not so it's not so small. I tell you, when you're in the seventieth minute and you're chasing you lot around uphill, yeah, it's not yeah. that small. I tell you, no. It, it, so we, yeah, the outside pitch. He was able to he was able to give us that, um, and I think again that was another vital reason why why, why we went on and, and, and won the league because. We've never had a season go by where we've had a home pitch from start to finish at the yeah. same place. We've always had to, you know, pick pick a you know pick a couple of games at Oldwoodsons, pick a couple of games at HSBC. Oh, we've got uh, Queen Mary available for for three three games. So we never had that one place to call call home really. And where Glebe has that that uh, the, the clubhouse as well. So it was just it, we just had a whole total different mentality coming into this year and throughout the year as well. Um, so that, that that helps us as well. Okay, so you've done all the hard work. You've, you've won the games. You've got through the four games in, a, in seven days or eight days or whatever. You've lifted the title in, you know, in the end, it looks, it looks reasonably comfortable um, points-wise, but I guess it didn't feel like that until very late on. How, how are you celebrating uh, winning the title we've all seen on social media and it's been <laughs> nearly 35,000 views I think the video on um, Twitter no, last that's time a, yeah yeah that was that the was open Twitter, top bus he's got, he's got 75,000 on the uh, on Facebook as well from, bloody uh, hell yeah yeah uh, no, we, that that was that was something that we kind of out of boredom talking through lockdown we were like talking about winning the league and I'm always very like no lads don't talk about that we, we you know we we don't talk about that, and uh, I think people got a bit carried away. And then it kind of, and then a few people take credit for the idea. Um, and I can't remember who, who it was who, who really came up with it about the open top bus. And I think it'd be then kind of run away with it. Every game that we won was then people posting gifts of buses and photos of buses, and and it kind of got to the point where I was like, well, we kind of have to go through with it if we do if we do it. Otherwise, it's going to be a proper letdown. And um, yeah, we. I think it got to the point where I, I, I literally had to make the booking for that pass with one game to go, uh, we, where we had to confirm it because they they had like a uh, they had someone else interested in it. And I said, look, give us two days. And it was the 
uh, Ministry of Ball game on the Sunday. Uh, we beat them 4-0 and then we had to beat them on the Tuesday to to confirm it. And I, and I literally just, yeah, took, took my chances, booked it. And uh, luckily it, 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 it paid off. But uh, yeah, we would have, if, if anything had, had happened with those last few games, I think we would have ended up with egg on our faces with that. It would have been a sad old bus uh, ride that, wouldn't it? Well, well it would have just been, uh, yeah, promoted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just said promoted instead of champions but no look we're like you know we're not ones to really take ourselves too seriously we you know as you can see from over the years I'm always happy to banter other people and banter myself at the same time um you know never one to take ourselves too seriously always just you know we want to just create a good vibe and good buzz uh buzz around around you know the Sunday league sort of scene and yeah. uh, I think that was our way of, you know, just kind of giving, you know, give, giving something to everyone, you know, for them to laugh at us or to to to, to enjoy it at the same time. And and um, yeah, it, it couldn't have, couldn't have gone any better, really. But oh, that's fantastic. That, that, yeah, that whole day as well. You know, we 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 did the bus from Glebe. We started. We did our presentation. Um, started, did the players players and all that, and then. Got on the bus at around about three o'clock, and it drove from from Glebe in Chiswell through Bromley, all the way to Beckenham, and then up up the high street round the roundabout, and then all, all the way back down. And then we ended up in in Bocco, um in in Beckenham, where one of our guys own, owns that. Yeah. So we sat in there, sat in there, had a meal, drinks, and then had the TV on watching the England game as well. So that 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 whole that, that whole day. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still got a headache from it. Um, I'm just guessing that would just be it's probably one of the best days in in your sort of in the history of the club not just because you won the title but the, just the whole thing just must have been so brilliant yeah 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 it was it was and I think again looking at the people that I had around I mean we're not we don't we're not all been mates for, for years but we've all become really good mates and I, I say it you know I say it all the time that you know I'm not a man. I'm not your manager. I'm not you. I don't run your club. Do you know what I mean? We're all mates of mine. If you come and play, play for me, or you come and you know show, you know you give 110 percent on on the pitch. You know we we're not. It's not cheaply. You know we don't make that money back in subs. You know and I said I said to them, look, just just show me appreciation, and and they've gone above and beyond with that as well. Um, and everyone, you know, everyone talks to everyone. There's not, there's not like any little outsiders or any little groups that, that you know, little cliques that within the team. We're all, we're all part of it. And we've had a few nights out now as well, which have really, which have really helped us as a team. And and um, but so for me, yeah, looking around and you know, I didn't, I, I wasn't on the front of the bus looking. I was the one filming it because, and but I, but just being able to watch it. Um, you know, watch everyone enjoy it. For me, that was, yeah, that was the biggest sense of achievement I've had in a, in a very long time. So after a season, Div 4 uh, title, um, two questions. Has Ted, did Ted Gill finally win uh, the Golden Boot and has he broken 100 goals for Beckenham Manor or Hatch and Beckenham Manor yet? <laughs> yeah, he, he he broke 100 goals last year. Um, yeah, he managed, to, he managed to do that last year. Um but he found it a struggle. He found it a bit of a struggle this year because I think where the season's gone by, he's always been the top guy. Um, where this year, all the goals were sort of shared about, um, and his fitness isn't what it what it used to be either. Um, and then 
he was yeah he was up there so he was always a few goals in front and then when when Tower came in I think Ted was on 12 when Tower first came in and um, Tower only played you know 10, 10 games I say only I mean that was majority of of the league campaign and they they both finished on 17 together um it was the last last game of the season like i said we, we pulled names out of the hat so ted was four in front um or, or three in front and um no sorry four in front yeah and um tower picked out uh, midfield for the first half and then center back for the second and he ended up scoring five goals where ted was ted was on the bench and he only, only managed the two um, so they ended up sharing it. Okay, so bloody hell! So, so he, he had a twelve-goal head start and and still didn't nick the golden boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he will say that you know Tower, Tower actually had the most assists as well coming in. So technically, I thought probably Tower, Tower probably should have should have won it, but we we decided to to share it out. Um, but yeah, no. So he's only he's only he's, you know he, out of seven seasons, he's only. Not won the golden boot twice before, so um, so he, he's still knocking them in, um, and yeah. I, I assume he'll continue to do so as well next year. All banter aside, I mean, he's probably one of the players you you know, the pair of you have been there since day one, and um, he deserves a title. Yes, he he's been uh, he's been a, he's a good lad, and you know, all the banter and moaning and all that he does during the game, it's only that he cares, but yeah, it's, it's great for Ted to finally. Uh, to get a title and a trophy yeah, in the he, Yeah, exactly. I mean, like we got um, Brownie as well, Mike, who who was our captain in the first year and and was with us for the first three or four. And you know, he he's in the same situation where he his fitness wasn't what it was. And when we dropped down a few divisions, he said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I'll come back for that." Um, and he's another one. He's a, he's another one that that's been involved from from day one and, and was able to sort of say, "Look, I, you know, we finally." Sort of done something together, so that was yeah. That was, we were really um, so that was that was quite big for us. And um, yeah, Ted was always on, on at me saying that, like with about five six games to go, like this could be the season, this could be the season. And I was like, no, shut up, shut up, and don't talk like that. Um, and then yeah, it was kind of a bit of a sense of relief when uh, when it when it was when we hey, did get over the line. So you've got it over the line next season. You'll be going into Division Three, presumably, unless. There's a conversation that happens with the league just before the constitution comes out, and you take a double, a double jump. Yeah, I, I think if we'd have gone the whole season, not lost a game, not dropped any points, uh, yeah, then then I would have said, I would have said, yeah, look, put us up two divisions. We it was it wasn't right, but I think where we've gone up a division with Hayden and Ellis, and both those teams we've dropped points against, um, and had very close games against. Um, I would probably say, well, there's no reason why we should go up to, and and they, you know, they don't. Um, I think some some of the lads probably, I, I think, would say, let's, yeah, we we could we could do all right in the second division, um, but there's a part of me that kind of wants to wants to do it again next year in terms of you know seeing how we are. Uh, and, and and doing it naturally, going, you know, winning, trying trying to that is the goal is trying to win it again, and um, and go up go up naturally. And um, you know, this I think we said it before. There's two teams that are going to stand. They, they, there's there's more because we've gone up a gone up a level, but there's two main teams that are going to stand in our way in trying to do that, and that's that's Ellis and, and Hayden. 
I mean, looking through um, Division Three, uh, the likes of New Beckenham, who are a good side, have gone up. Hayden Youth, first team, look lucky, looking likely to go up. And House did had a brilliant run towards the end of the season. Uh, they, they're the top three in Division Three. Uh, Phoenix Sports, their uh, their team, their team three. Phoenix Sports three, sorry, uh, they finished fourth, just a point behind third place. Manorwood had a good year. Uh, I think Kingsdale, that particular team, are folding. So there's not. There's, mm. there's a bit of competition with the three teams going up uh, with uh, Phoenix and Manorwood still around. That's not going to be an easy an easy season by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. I, we know one of the new teams that uh, I think have been agreed to come into Division 3 as well. One of our players that sort of joined with Hatcham, um, I think, run, is, run, is back running the team now. Uh, uh, Islamic Community Centre um, in Lewisham. Okay. Right. Um, and uh, they said that they're going to join Div Three, so that that's you know I don't think they're going to be any any mugs either. Um, but as you said, you know Manorwood, you know a couple of those guys, um, uh, Kingsdale, you said the folded, so we we would have known a few of those as well. Um, so yeah, we're going into new divisions, new teams that we haven't played before. Um, so yeah, we, it's going to be you know it's going to be going to be tough. Um, I don't um, anticipate. Eight. I don't anticipate anyone coming down from Division Three. I think they lost two teams during the season: Southwark Town and and X Blues Hurricanes. I'd be surprised if anyone's uh, relegated yeah. from Div Two. So I mean, staying in that league is going to be competitive. An extra couple of teams. So it looks like a five-way, um, a five-way title challenge next year. So I think it makes sense for you guys to stay in Div Three personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 I think if if it, you know, I don't think we're not going to have any more lockdowns. It's not going to be um, you know, disrupted in any way. Um, I think this year again will just be another another case of taking every game, taking every game as it comes. I think so. You'll be in the Vic Farrow next year, presumably. Yeah, yeah, that's one that we thought that we were we we had a good chance with this year um, until it got until it got voided. Um, so yeah, we we you know we're we're going to put more emphasis in in the in the cups this year. Kent, Kent, um, Kent cups will be back. London Cup, if you enter it, and the yeah. Big Farrow, that'll be a good. Yeah, we'd like good. to we'd like to join all all um all of those and try handing all of them. Um, and it's just at the end of the day, it's just the, it's just games of football, isn't it? Really, and the amount the more the more you have, the more more people gonna gonna enjoy it. That's what, why we're all here. So um, yeah, we're at, we're we just, we'll go again next year with with, with those cups and um, yeah, I think, think fingers crossed that we can we can do something because the, the league, you know, it's always good to win whatever league you're in. Um, but for us now, that we've 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 done that, you know. All right, yes, you want to win the next step, step up, of course. But you know, we haven't had a day out, we haven't had a cup final. Um, some of, some of our boys have with other with other clubs and. You know they like to remind us of that, so so <laughs> we we want we want to yeah that's that's our goal now is to have that 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 day out of Bromley um, or 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 wherever the Kent or London Cups are. Hopefully not Meridian, eh? <laughs> I, I, I haven't been onto it that much this back end, but I can honestly say when I when I when I saw that, um, yeah, my. my my, my, my eyes were rolling every every tweet I saw and every every picture I saw of it, it is uh, it is a, a bit a bit of a shambles down there now. 
Um, let's, let's hope the London FA have more to choose from next season because, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to get into it because I've said my piece on it, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't worthy of such a such a great occasion. Right, so no. we've reached the end of the interview. If you just had to put your season, that if you just had to sort of put one a few words to your season, so summarise your season from start to finish this year, what what would you what would you say? You know, I'm I'm not one for a few words. I always end up rambling on. Um, <laughs> um, I think I think I think just just playing with I think we we you often hear it and see it sometimes tweeted, but playing playing with playing with your friends and and making you know being able to make friends whilst playing and being part of this thing it was was the main reason why why we won it um and as i said you know having that ethos where players had to know people coming coming in um helped us massively they had to add something i always said to people that were interested in coming you have to add something to the group chat you have to be involved you have to be like that kind of character you have to fit the mold um and i think everyone did that and uh like i like i said it's all it's all on the players you know i'd you know i'd i'd was managing this year, first time I've managed all season. Uh, done the whole season myself without having to pull someone in because I just couldn't. I just couldn't do everything to you know play, you know play, organise and and manage. I couldn't do that. Where yeah. this year they they made it easy for me to do that. This year uh, I had a few more hands that were able to take kits and take balls and things like that. Um, so everything just clicked into place, and that that's a little bit of luck as well. Um, but yeah, like I said, the player, the, you know, it's, it's down to the players and the characters that we had this year um, really, um, really took us over the line. Well, I'm chuffed that you won the uh, the title at last. You got that sort of, you got that off your back now, and you you can now you are a champion in Sunday yeah. league football. We can we can say that officially. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think the level really matters, uh, as you say. Uh, the mate's side of it is what was important and I'm really pleased for you and hopefully you go and do the same next season. Yeah, cheers, Andrew. Thanks very much. Um, All the best, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thank you. Speak to you soon. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So welcome to the second part of our OBD SFL champion show on the Sunday League show. Uh, tonight, for this part two, I'm joined by Kieran, the gaffer, player gaffer for Hacienda and Tom. Uh, given the title of worst banter at Hacienda uh, when they were on the show with their guest profile, uh, maybe Tom's going to redeem himself or prove that his banter is indeed terrible. Let's let's wait and see. Uh, Harry is player manager for uh, Tudor Sports, who won Division Five. Hacienda, of course, won Division One. Uh, we're really pleased to join to have the two teams join us, guys. How you doing? Yeah, cheers, Ramzan. No problem, Harry, Kieran, Good. Tom. Nice, Good to, nice, nice for having you, boys. Uh, Thank so you very much. We're 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 full of champions, as I said. Um, Hacienda Div 1 uh, champions and Tudor Sports uh, Div 5 champions. Kieran, um, let's just have a quick chat about Hacienda. 
And that's two. That's two. That's a promotion and a title uh, now under your belts in the two seasons since joining um, Newcastle and Bromley. Um, it's gone. I imagine it's gone pretty much as well as you, as you could have expected. Yeah, to be honest with you, I mean, we couldn't really have done any more. I mean, I, th- I think the boys agree we were probably robbed of last year's title as well. I think we were on course to probably take that title as well. Um, so obviously this season, it's nice to actually have the title of champions and actually get a bit of silverware. But I mean, we couldn't ask for much more. Coming over from, we started in North Kent, pretty much a pub league, like different diff- different type of football than joining here. I think people did doubt us a bit. Um, we obviously we didn't even win the league over in North Kent. We come over and we, uh, we've got back-to-back promotions now. So couldn't really ask for much more. Yeah, this this uh, this kids tag that has has haunted you guys. You you think you've shaken that off this season? Uh, I, I, no, I think it will stick. To be honest with you, I mean, it'll be a different division next year with different teams we haven't played yet. Um, I don't know much about the teams in the league above. I don't know what their age range is, but when they see us turn up, they're probably gonna, it's probably going to stick, and they're probably going to see a bunch of kids turning up again. <laughs> well, you know. Um... It's, I hope you keep proving them wrong. It's been a fantastic, as I say, a, cut, a fantastic couple of years for you boys, uh, going toe to toe with one of the best teams outside of the senior division in uh, the Alberton and Bromley in Sporting Club Thamesmead. Uh, it doesn't really get much tougher than that, as I say, outside of the senior. Um, so you've, you've you've handled them and 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 beat them uh, to, to, as I say, to you beat them the last season and you've beat and you've beaten them to the title. This year, so that's a massive, yeah, a massive about. plus and a big pat on the back. Oh, thank you, appreciate that. Right, Harry, tell us a bit about um, Tudor Sports, another team you came into the league um, at the same the same season as Hacienda and started off really well in your first year, uh, and then it sort of tailed off a little bit. But you've you've obviously come back this year and uh, and continued the good form to take the title. How, how have you found the Alberton and Bromley so far? Yeah, so we came in last year. Um, pretty young side, um, won the first four or five games and then we sort of just hit rock bottom after that. We picked up a load of injuries and I think we were just a little bit naive coming in. Um, didn't have a big enough squad, didn't have enough commitment off the players and yeah, when COVID came and we didn't go up on PPG last year, I think we missed it by one place. So um, we had to rebuild really over the summer. We signed about five or six new players and then from then, it really motivates the existing ones to get to training. And players that were putting in five and six out of tens were suddenly putting in eight out of tens. And yeah, and we just managed to do it this year. Um, by a few points in the end, but yeah. Do you think that's sort of our you, journey? But yeah, we're a young side still, so we're hoping to keep moving up. Um, but yeah, the standard's been higher than we thought what we thought. And it's nice to get out of Div 5 because got a lot of new teams starting out in Div 5 and it's difficult every year when you have a new set of teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, um, with, it looked like Will Goal with the, with the early pace setters in um, Division 5 and didn't seem to come out of the blocks very quickly after lockdown. Uh, did, you look, did you look at that as an opportunity to, to get ahead? I mean, it went all the way down to the last day of the season, didn't it, for you guys? Uh, yeah, it, it did go down to the white, to be honest. The double headers brought a lot of challenges for us, to be honest. Um, so hang on. I just let my cat out there. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> double headers brought a lot of challenges for us, to be honest, because 
we, we just didn't expect to have to have that level of fitness. So, yeah, as you're right in saying, yeah, we'll go. We're definitely up there at the start. But we went away in lockdown and really worked on our fitness. First game we came back, we, we won 7-2. And that just showed really how hard everyone worked. And from then, we never really looked back, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's how we worked it. But, yeah, the double headers were tough for us. Um, we, most of our points drops were just nil-nil draws in the first game of double headers. So... I feel like in a normal season we could have got even more points. To be honest, um, yeah, I think I think a lot of, a lot of teams probably feeling the same. Yeah, yeah. Of course, the, double, the double bankers are, are terrible for anyone. I mean, even in the first games, after a sixty minute game, you're sort of raring to go for more. But you're. But I feel like where where we we did do well is in although we drew the first game, a lot of teams wouldn't rotate their team. They just keep the strongest out for sixty minutes, and then second sixty they'd, they'd be dead, and, we, and we'd we go after in the second game. So we won a lot of second games, a lot of four-pointers, to be honest. And you keep putting them together and teams fall off around you. So that's how we've done it, to be honest. Um, so, yeah. Superb. Right. Hacienda, at the beginning of the season, obviously you got your you got your promotion from Division 2 to Division 1. Uh, what was the... What was the aspirations for this season? Did you, did you think you could go straight through Division 1 like you have? Or was it... Let's, let's play five, six, seven, eight games and see where we are. Tom, lead us away on that one. Um, I think what, what Kieran touched on briefly as well at the beginning, um, we really felt quite robbed that we didn't win the title or we didn't get given the title of champions in the league below. So I think there was that fire in our belly that we really could compete. Um, like you said, teams coming up with us like Thamesmead, Croydon, Chiselhurst, all gave us really good battles last year. So we knew that it was going to be only tougher, the fact that we were, in theory, going up a league and playing better teams. And uh, I think after the first couple of games, uh, we, we thought to ourselves that we, we could definitely compete in this league. And then the belief started growing, really, from the first couple of games. Um, but yeah, I'd say at the beginning of the season, certainly, um, we, wanted, we wanted to prove ourselves, really, because we didn't have that kind of title to our name that we had in the last, uh, in the last season. So, did you notice a massive jump in quality in, in from division two from division two to one in the promotion, or was it? I mean, you guys obviously won the league, so you were the best team in the league again. But did you notice a massive jump? Obviously, your Thamesmeads, uh, your Thamesmead came up with you, so that their quality side always they'll always put out a good side. The likes of Chislers really struggled last year. Uh, we saw a small um, a bit of improvement from Croydon Town as well, but. Um, Chisler seemed to really struggle. Did you notice a huge jump in, in quality, Kieran? I mean, I don't think it was a huge jump. I feel like there's teams in that league, in Division 2, who we were with last season, who would easily compete in the league above as well. Um, I just think maybe it's just the experience. They're like Club Langley, Bexley, they've been in them leagues for quite a long time now, so they know how to play and yeah. how to set up and how to get points. Um, I think that was the only, because we had a lot of difficult games, Bexley especially, we always have difficult games against them. Um, and I feel like that's that's the only difference that I really noticed was the, the football quality is not much different to what we were playing before. But it's just they know how to grind out a point or they, you know, they're just, they set up a lot better than the teams in the league below. Okay. Uh, so what changes did you feel like you needed to make pre-season this season? Or, or lockdown. Let's go from lockdown because I think anything that happened before the lockdown is a bit is a bit um, obsolete. Really, we had such a long break on football. 
what changes did you make during lockdown, Harry, to to ensure that that title race or that title run um, was 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 it happened basically? Yeah, well, to, to be honest, you say that, but to be honest, for the season, I'd have to say is where we made the most changes because everyone's mindset was, was the same. September and April, we we just signed five or six quality players brought our squad right up to 22, 23 players rather than 16 last year. And that was the main difference. Yeah, um, We couldn't have done it otherwise because we in, in May, we picked up about eight injuries, all to defenders. So if we didn't do that, we wouldn't have had any chance of of uh, winning the league. But yeah, that's the ma- major change we did. And, and when you got higher numbers, like I said earlier, the commitment starts getting better from everyone because they, they know their place is up for grabs. And I think any new team starting out really... That, that's the best piece of advice I could give any team starting out. Don't, don't underestimate squad size. You, you might have to upset a few people with selections, but it's, it's worth it in the long term. It sounds like it paid off. The, the big squad paid off for you in the yeah, double definitely. bankers if you were able to mix um, you're able to mix the, the sides up. I know lots of teams said um, the double bankers, everyone wants to, in the first game, you play your best 11. And in the second game, because you want to give people minutes, you really... You really disrupt that that quality by swapping um, by by swapping too many players in. Where a normal week, someone some of your weaker players might only get five, yeah. ten, ten minutes football in in the double. I mean bank these double bank half an hour. I think I think it's about mix and matching a little bit. You've got to keep everyone refreshed. You've got to keep your quality players on there, but also they need rest as well if you're going to win the second game. Um, and that's how that's how we treat those games. Um, but yeah, we mixed and matched as well, so we could have more than sixteen there. But yeah, it's was, it's was a challenge. But yeah, Hacienda, how did you get on with the double bankers? Um, uh, to be honest with you, we we're pretty much in the same boat as what Harry said. I mean, we've we've got such a big squad this season. Like boys have missed out. Like each week, I'm having to miss out of miss out a couple of players. Um, so the double bankers weren't too bad for us. I mean, we did get hit by a lot of injuries this season. I think a lot of our regulars who were starting in. The the previous promotion um, missed the majority of the season, uh, but we had enough players to obviously fill them spaces. And then, as I said, in double headers, we could we could almost field a completely different eleven for the second game. So, in terms of that, um, I mean, the game against Beckenham Rovers was, was an example of that. We we took a whole different almost squad. We kept about five or six people from the original starting team, and in the second game, we had a completely different team who lined up and um, obviously paid off in the end. Yeah, that's pretty... Um, that's, it, it takes a lot of balls to do that because not many not many teams carry 16, 17, 18 players of, of the same quality. So if you're, if you're willing to risk almost roll the dice in that first game, mix the squads yeah. up, give people time, then you do... It does, it does sound like you benefit in the second game. Hopefully, we're never talking about fucking yeah, hopefully. double I mean, bankers again. I mean, the first game of those double bankers, you, you've got to get the luck in, and when you score and stuff. And if you concede early, you've got to get something back early because games can just run away from you. I think both our losses just came from a goal out of nowhere and, 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 and we just couldn't get it back in the first game. It's, it just flies by... There's no time in those first games. That's what I'm saying. Even even me as a referee, like you get you get to the end of the first game, and like usually after a game, you're feeling a bit knackered, and you're like, oh fucking hell! Like when it's yeah. extra time after not after 90 minutes, you're feeling tired. But with the with the double bankers, it just didn't even feel like you really got going. You went for half an hour, then you stopped for half time, then you went again, and you're like, oh, you're at the end of the game. And you didn't really 
the game's never really got into a, a, a decent flow. And as I say, I hope we're never fucking talking about double bankers again. If, if we are, something's gone, mean, gone very wrong. It's just, I mean, as I don't know about um, Tudor, but I mean, for us, we, we were also going for the title um, and it adds so much more pressure yeah. um, having double headers. Because, I mean, the first game of, of the double header that we had, I mean, we had one, our last game of the season where we won it was a double header, double header against Chiselhurst. Yeah, and we went one nil down <laughs> in like 90, 90 seconds. Yeah, and that just put so much pressure. You could tell in everyone's face. Everyone starts panicking, and it just it unsettles you massively. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know you've only got sixty minutes to get three points here because this is pretty much deciding our title. Yeah. Um. So in that it, in that in that aspect, they just it just brings so much more pressure to the team. Um. But then, yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope we don't have the same next season in the well, future. Well, I'm hoping it's only weather that causes us to need one or two double bankers at the end of a season because, um, yeah, just it, no, none of the leagues, all the leagues wanted to finish, and I'm glad we did them. Now, looking back, they, you know, they added so much to it. As you say, as a title, as a title uh, chasing side, if you've got a double banker on a, on one on a Sunday and you know you're taking six points, or you get to two o'clock on a Sunday and you've took six points rather than three, then obviously it's a job well done and you're happy with that. But um, yeah, teams with smaller with smaller squads that were perhaps involved in title races and, and fell off because of double bankers, not having yeah. that large squad that you guys have obviously ben- benefited from um, to be able to change it up for two games. Teams with smaller squads will be thinking, well, fucking hell, we, we probably would have, we wouldn't have lost that game against them in 90 minutes because it's, it's, just one, it's just one game and we can deal with that. Um, but I just, uh, as I say, I hope, I hope we don't have to see another double banker again. Uh, what do you think you could have done better last season, Harry? It's t- it's a tough question, isn't it? Um, I know it's a I, bit, it's a bit sort of, it's, mani- it's, it's a bit management talk and all that. You must look back yeah. at, you must look back at a season and think, what did we do well? What did we do badly? And, yeah, and, I mean, I, I look back. I look back, and possibly a couple too many nil-nil draws in the first games. But overall, like when I look at the, our first season and compare it, it's it's tough to really think what could we do better. I mean, yeah, to go from losing six or seven games last season to to losing two in a whole season, it's 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 tough to think what we could do better. I think, yeah. I think it'll be easier to say that next year when we've got more opposition and the rest of it um, better opposition. But this year, yeah, I'm 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 pretty much pleased with it all, apart from a couple too many draws. But um, but yeah, not bad, not bad. If you can say that, Kieran, can you say the same, uh, Tom and Kieran? Uh, yeah, I, I think what Harry said is pretty spot on. To be honest, um, I, I would have fancied us this season for a cup run. To be honest, of course yeah. they got cancelled early, but uh, so not really much we can do about that. But that would be good to sort of add to our. Uh, sort of excitement in the season as well. Um, also, I mean, from someone that watches on the sideline, not quite good enough anymore, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it just the one nils, um, and yeah, they're great uh, at the time, but you need to be sort of being more solid, um, be more solid at bat, and then punish teams. We missed a lot of chances this season, and Louis, this I know you're going to be listening. That weren't just you. We missed so many chances. Not just Louis. Um, not just Louis. <laughs> not just Louis, but he did miss a lot of chances. But um, yeah, we we need. I think next year with the quality that the league's going to possess, um, we certainly need to be more clinical in games. And I don't think in some cases we're going to get away with one nil wins 
um, with the quality of teams in the in the next division. Uh, that's true with any with any level of football that you play in. Uh, the higher the level you go, the less chances you're going to get. So you need to be more clinical in front of goal. Obviously, you've undoubtedly got one of the best finishers uh, in the Alperton and Bromley. Full stop. I'd say in Louis, he's such a good he's such a good young player. He plays at a good level now. He's just got, obviously gone into. Um, the Isthmian League with uh, Corinthian if he's still there I don't know what he's doing next season I, I assume he's still there um, but you've got one of the one of the best strikers in the league and uh, yeah you may need you may need to get another striker up there with him next season to support him a bit more because um, just having having uh, one person score the bulk of your goals uh, is going to be uh, it might be a struggle that Prem Division if, if all the rumours and gossip um is true it's going to be such a tough a tough competitive division next season so you're definitely going to have to um have to chip in if louis if louis having a a bit of a, a dry spell or or missing chances you're definitely going to need another outlet that's that's all down I mean, I, to your summer recruitment i guess i think that is probably one of our one of our worst things of the season probably something that i want to improve on is that we had probably about five or six people who scored all, all our goals this year um, I think Louis got, he's got eight, I don't know how many he got. I think he got 21 this season in the league. Um, and then the next top goal scorer was, was me. And I think I had nine or eight or nine. And then we had another one on eight or nine. And then one on six. And then from there, there was no goals elsewhere. Yeah. Um, we're, we're quite reliant on, on four or five people scoring week in, week out. But yeah. uh, it's just... Yeah, it's so difficult to find someone. Like we, I said at our um, end of season awards, we had a little celebration after the last game of the season. And I said it to the boys, I said, like, we are, it, it kind of goes unnoticed how lucky we are to have Louis. Um, to obviously, score his goals. And without his goals, would we be going up the last two seasons? I think we'd be in a lot, of a, a lot more of a title scrap rather than almost not gliding our way to the title, but uh, we found it a lot easier with his goals. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something we're looking into, but it's, it's difficult because we want to keep it, all of us are friends off the pitch. So yeah. our whole recruitment is based around keeping it as friends and keeping yeah. people that we know. Um, or with A lot of us used to play with each other when we were like 13, 14. That's pretty much how it's all come about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just trying to find someone who's who's wants to commit, which is a struggle at our age. A lot of boys don't want to commit. A lot of good players just stop playing football when they turn 18, 19. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're just, we'll see what, what happens in the summer because we are missing it. We're going to lose a few players as well who have been our player of the seasons. Both of them, I think we're going to miss next season. Our player of the season and manager of the season, I think they're both, uh, both not available. So, okay. we're, going to, we're going to have to do a bit of recruitment, I think. I think we had um, we had John from Hatcham Beckenham Manor on earlier in the show, and they've had they've had a big change in sort of focus where they've had that run to uh, Division One uh, where you guys are. They tried to push to uh, the Prem the, the Prem Division, and it just got to the point where they moved away from that that group of friends that the club originally started as when they started getting other people in and new faces in that, that didn't really know anyone. It seemed to to lose a little bit of of its of of what it originally started to be. And um, I think that's important. It's important that we remember, we, we remember that Sunday football is about, for me, it's about playing with your mates. It's about maybe nicking a cup run and getting to a cup final or winning the league like you you guys all have done. But I think fundamentally it's important to remember that um, Sunday football is Sunday football. So there's no, there's no real way you can go. Once you get to the, the senior division, 
in um, in Yorkton and Bromley. That's that's the glass ceiling. You can't go you can't go any further than that. So enjoying your football while you're doing it and enjoying playing football with your friends is is probably the main bit about um, Sunday league football. So if you're winning games and winning titles, that's all good. If you're not, you're still getting to play football with your mates and have a beer after the game on a Sunday. And that, that's the focus. So I hope you guys, if you are a mates team, essentially, I hope you can keep that and keep that feeling of the club around because I think that's so important um, for football clubs, especially Sunday league football clubs. Harry, how's that? Is that is, are you guys mainly a mate a mates team? Yeah, or? no, yeah, we are. We we would have been junior football together under uh, our lady youth, and we uh, all went away to university and then came back, and we sort of had to build from there. But yeah, that's exactly it. That's, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, we we're lucky to have a really nice home ground actually, um, where we can all drink drink afterwards and everything most Sundays, to be honest. So it's it's, it's half of it is doing that after the game rather yeah. than just playing football and going home, you know. We've got 15, 16 people sitting there having a few drinks in the afternoon after nearly every week. So, yeah, that's that's all part of it, really. And that's how we want to keep it. You know, it's, it's getting a balance between having top quality players and, and making sure, you know, everyone's still friends and the, and, and the underlying message of the club is still there. So, yeah, exactly. I know I agree with what Hacienda have said and, and you've, you've said about that. I think it's important. I think people look at, look at those teams in the senior and it's like, oh, look, Look at that. I mean, you go into some of those games in in the senior, and, and they're pretty intense, and it, it's proper, it's proper football. Like some yeah. of the atmospheres in those games, you you'll will be better than games you'll see Kent County Prem or or higher. Um, and it's intense. The talent is intense, but the games themselves are intense. And I'm not sure how enjoyable some of them, some of those atmospheres are uh, for players, especially on a Sunday morning. And um, so I'm just keen that people like you guys, that your mates teams, it's for me, that you're the perfect club. It's worked out for you guys this season that your mates team have ended up yeah. taking a trophy. Um, but that shouldn't be the main, it shouldn't be the main focus for me for Sunday football. Um, so boys, more on to, more back to this season. Harry, what was your, what was your best result of the season? Uh, well, for us, best result, I think it was about two weeks ago, um, second last game of the season. We went into the Crayford game. We had equal goal difference. Um, equal goals scored, I think, or equal points as well. Um, so it was literally six-pointer at the top of the table. Um, whoever won that was going to win the league, basically. Yeah. Um, they went one up in the first game. We managed to claw it back in the second half, getting two goals, one with three minutes to go. So we won that 2-1. And then second game, we, we scored two second-half goals again to win 2-0. So to beat the team, your joint points, joint goal difference to go six points ahead for the last game, you know, it doesn't really get much better than that in league football. No. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just a bit nuts to be fair that day. Um, but yeah, it, that, yeah, it's got to be that, that double header really. Um, it's great how the fixtures fell like that to be fair. But yeah. yeah, they don't always do like that. I know with Dilberton and Bromley that the fixture secretary has a matrix that he sticks to religiously. Mm. Um, I know other leagues try and they try and get the first get let everyone play each other once and then they'll see the title who the title rivals are and relegation uh, candidates yeah. are and they'll put them together towards the end of the season but that doesn't always happen on Newport and Bromley so I'm glad I'm glad that happened because mm. that must have been a, that must have been a great occasion. Yeah, no, it was great. It was, it was a great occasion for everyone to be honest. Um, and then we we did the job we needed to do the week after. So yeah, that was that was definitely our best game. Um, performance-wise and also result-wise. So, yeah. Okay, Kieran, Tom, what's the 
What's been your guy, you guys' best game this season? Best result of the season, should I say? Um, I, I think uh, it's a tough one. Um, what we were actually talking about earlier, me and Kieran. Um, there's been so many good results, and I, I think likewise with Tudor, you get. 90% of your results are good results when you're up the top and you win the league yeah. and you're fighting for it every week. Um, I think one that particularly sticks out was the game against Bexley for me. Um, Bexley, I don't know if you know much about our history there, but that we see them really as our bogey side. We can't really beat them. They're yeah. a really good side, really tough to break down and we yeah. always struggle to beat them. Um, and we, I think we nicked it last minute. Um either 1-0 or 2-1. So good, I can't even remember the score. Um, <laughs> but we nicked it with literally the last kick of the game. It was actually yours truly, Kieran, that scored the winner. Um, and it was then really where we started to get some separation from Thamesmead in second and we thought to ourselves, we could actually win this. Um, so I think that would be my, uh, in terms of, in my opinion, Kieran, I don't know if you agree, that would be my best uh, result of the season. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Tom's spot on, like, we had so many this season. I mean, last season, we, we didn't really have any close games as such. Um, we had a few here and there, but we did win our games quite comfortably the majority of the season. Um, this year, we've had to, like, we've had last-minute goals. The Bexley one, yeah, as Tom said, that was, like, literally last kick of the game. Um, I think one for me, I mean, Club Langley as well, 12-1. It was the first game back from lockdown. Just to come back after waiting all them... Yeah. All them months to come back from football, we've we've turned up and battered them twelve yeah. one. Um, I've never seen the boys play so well. Probably the best we've we've played. We just we were just ruthless and and like they went on a Tom really said. good run after that as well, didn't they, Club Langley? I mean, they did us a solid because they, they drew to te- they drew to Thamesmead, which made us win the title. Um, yeah. I know I know one of the boys down there, and I know know the gaffer, and uh, yeah, I said thank you to them. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that that. I mean, we, we were surprised because we played them a few weeks later. I wasn't there, but um, we only just beat them. I think it was two one. Um, so it shows they're not they're not a bad side. We just we just we were just ruthless, which has been our problem this season, as as Tom touched on earlier on. We we just haven't been clinical, and that game straight out of lockdown, we were just we were just so clinical. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably it's tough because you've got another question, haven't you, which is quite similar. Yeah, go um, on. What's your favourite your favourite game of the season? Go on, straight into that one, Kieran. I'd, I'd say Croydon. Croydon away at um, Club Langley. We we just lost to Thamesmead and everyone was quite down. Boys turned up turned up pissed. Like, I had about two hours sleep. Half the boys like we just give <laughs> we've lost the title. Like everyone everyone's thinking like we've turned up. Barely any players um, from our big squad. Boys are still still drunk from the night before. We played horrifically. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. We were, we were terrible, um, but one of the boys. We're quite blessed. We've got about three or four boys that can play in goal, and one of you the put boys. Four goalies in goal. <laughs> oh, wish, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We still struggle to get one every week. <laughs> they want to play out the field, but um, yeah, no. One of the boys, Leo, he he, he pulled off a, a world of a penalty save, and uh, we nicked it once again. Last kick, of the, last kick of the game, um, one of the boys who's been there from the start, he doesn't get as many minutes anymore But um, where, since we started when we first uh, became a side. But he, he came on off the bench and he, he nicked the winner. It was just a great moment, especially for him and especially for all of us. And that that knocked us onto the title. I think, I think that's our biggest win, probably our most important win of the season. So that's the one that you look back at and think that that win 
that's that's a title winning win because when you can play yeah. badly, turn up pissed, as you say, and all that, and still win a game of football, that's where championships are, are won. I think, yeah, and it was just, I think it was just the way we won it. I mean, like the limbs, the celebration, as soon as that goal went in, everyone on the pitch, like it was just, it was a long throw, just throw into the box, and it just, it was just a great way to win. And as I said, the, the bloke who scored it um, has been there from the start, so it's even nicer to, uh, to do it there. And then that just inspired us to go win the title. And I think, yeah, we're, we're, all, the, all the boys will look back on that game and remember that just as much as we remember the last game against Chiselhurst where we won it, I think. Nice. Harry, what's what's your favourite game of the season? Yeah, well, it, it's, it's obviously going to be the Crater game, but for the purposes of switching up my question, um, <laughs> for us, we've, we've had a bit of history with Wilgar over the years through yeah. youth football and everything, so it was always nice to beat them, to be honest, um, because every year I hear about all these players, they're signed and what they're going to do, and and to beat them again is, is nice for us. Um, but yeah, so I'd say that, getting four points on the double header against them, uh, was 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 nice for us, but you know the Crayford game's the best game for our season. Um, so yeah, it's a good. Um, it was an exciting uh, title race actually at the end of. Um, the yeah, there was looked like Inter Milne were going to be in it for a while. Yeah, um, they and they really were a good, good side, but um, we beat them, so we sort of knocked them out of it. And then it was Crayford, Wilgar, and ourselves, and we we didn't think we were going to get. We knew Crayford was going to be there or thereabouts. But we didn't think, you know, obviously Wilgo won 10, 11 games in a row. So really got pushed. Like if you look at last season's points of who won the league and compare it to this year, like um, you've got three teams that probably won enough points to win it last year or get close to it. So, yeah, yeah it was, it was a real tough to, to have to put that many points together to win it. But yeah, so mm-hmm. some good sides there, yeah. How good are Orbiton Colts in person? <laughs> I like the Orphans and Colts. I mean, we 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 seem like we're their bogey team to be honest. Because every time we played them, we, we've beaten them. But um, they, they they seem to turn up and and just be hung over every time we play them. Because wow. that's that's what it's because I know a few of them because I used to play for Orbiton when I was younger, and they just always seem to turn up and say, "Oh, we, our heads ain't in this today." So I think they're just a streaky team to be honest. They seem to start well and then finish badly. So. It's whatever's gone on with them. I think they need to get themselves together next year, and I'm, I'm sure they will. But um, yeah, they're not a bad side, but they just yeah. I think I'm going to leave them alone next season. I think I've cursed them this year, so I'm going to. I'm going to leave them alone. So boys, title titles won. Your names probably being engraved on your trophies as we speak. <laughs> how, how are you going to celebrate uh, winning the title? Have you got any dues planned now? It's in Boris today has mentioned we can all get back together without. Restrictions or have you had your nights out? What's what's the plan, Harry? Oh, Harry. Um, yeah. So to be honest, it feels like we ain't stopped celebrating. So when we beat Crayford, we had a big <laughs> celebration that day just because yeah. it was just the adrenaline was still going. Then we won the league the next weekend. Um, but we are going to Newcastle. Uh, we booked it ages ago, um, in a couple of weeks, just before the restrictions lift. Annoyingly, yeah. but we're going on a football tour there. So uh, that's how we'll celebrate it. To be honest, but yeah, nice. it's it's been a messy couple of weeks anyway. So. That's good. With the Euros and England doing so well, any excuse to get get together yeah, no, and have no, a beer no. has been a tough month. But... Yeah. <laughs> Kieran, Tom, what are you boys up to? I think he's just he's just nicked it. I think we're planning to go on tour. We haven't actually booked anything, so maybe we should go Newcastle and have a little pre-season friendly up there. Uh, yeah. I'll be jealous if you go when the restrictions are finished because we've we'll, we'll muck that one up. But... 
we're looking to book it for end of August. I'm hoping we can, uh, we'll, everything will be lifted by then. Because, I mean, Weirdale celebrate, we won it last game of the season. We, um, we brought, I mean, I had everyone back to mind. I brought all the, uh, all the beers, all the booze, champagne, yeah. all of that. I had all the trophies done. I mean, if we bowled it last game of the season, what a waste of money that was. <laughs> I mean, the pressure was on. I mean, um, but yeah, we had... You've got a plan of... for it, though, at the end of the day. We had the same yeah. situation. We, had, we, we put a little bit of a party on our home ground, but you've got to, you've got to get organised. That's the trouble. But yeah, when it goes to the last day. Oh, we, had a, we had a great night. I mean, we literally came, started, finished the game. Everyone was around here and we, we went off. Well, it was ages actually in the end, and everyone turned up. And it's nice because you get some boys in your team. I don't know if you're the same. You've got some boys that are um are quieter than the others, and they don't always come out on the team nights out and stuff like that. And I, it was just nice for everyone to be there, everyone having a drink and everyone celebrating. And, uh, yeah, I mean they're usually the lightweights, don't they? The ones that don't come out and <laughs> they can't handle it. And then they turn up and you're like, oh, it's a completely different person, this is, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one of ones. But yeah, that's a great. I mean, we're looking to do Liverpool, Newcastle or something like that. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed we actually book it. It's so difficult planning though. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to look into it and I put in the group chat, so who actually wants to go? Can I get numbers, please? And you get about 13 people respond and you put it in the next week and there's completely different people start responding. <laughs> uh, trying to plan it is just being, it's a ball ache to be honest, but I'm, I'm sure we get it sorted. I'm eventually. sure you Anyway, with the, with the trophy as well, we'll take that one up. Nice one. So boys, next season, um, Harry, what's the plan for Tudor Sports Rangers next season? Uh, yeah, we, we want to go and win Division 4, to be honest. Um, I don't think that's too far-fetched because, you know, Crayford last year won the Vic Farrah Cup. So um, we, we know we're playing at a, a decent level already and I feel like we could go into next year and, and really challenge next year. That's that's the plan. You know, throughout the Cups in the last two years, we've, we've, we've beaten Div 3 teams, um, beaten Div 4 teams and, and yeah, I mean, we think we can... We can do something next year as well, to be honest, and keep keep trying to move up. But yeah, we'll see it. We'll see how the summer goes. Be nice to have some cups back. Obviously, we've, if if we we've missed out on Kent Cups this season and, and the league. Um, yeah, that, that's probably, exactly it. I mean, hmm. we we had a good run in the Vic Farrow um, in our first season. We got the quarterfinals, knocked out by Manorwood, but we we were half the side that year that we are this year. So there's no reason we can't go further. Um, Love that. Love the confidence. As I say. In those lower divisions, um, probably the, the same opposition will be your trickiest. The, the opposition that you move up with will be your trickiest uh, opponents yeah. next season. There may be another couple that get added on that, that didn't quite get promoted from the season before. Yeah. Um, it just makes those title races even more exciting. Hacienda, big season for you boys next season. Obviously, promoted Division 2, 1 Division 1. Uh, we've seen that. We've seen that sort of movement through the divisions for, for several teams. And then by, when they hit that Prem division, um, the momentum stops or the momentum is, is not, not quite as fast as it has been. What, what is the plan for you guys next season? Uh, no pressure. Thanks for that one. Um, <laughs> uh, I, um, I think, look, we've just got to take it game by game. Sounds very cliche, I know, but um, I think at the beginning of this season, look, it was on Twitter the other day what our league's going to look like. It's a really, really strong division. And I saw even in some of the responses um, saying that 
it's one of the tightest divisions probably in the entire seven leagues that we've got in this organisation at the moment. Yeah. Um, have we got the quality to, to do well in the division? 100%. Um, we tightened up a lot defensively this year. We only conceded 15 goals this year. Um, we, we've we got, of course, uh, Louis, um, who, who can score goals. And we've got the likes of Kieran, who came back from a long-term injury and has, has been one of our most influential players this year. Um, look, we'd love to go for the title, but I, I think where we're keeping it all as friends, we want to just take it game by game, enjoy ourselves, consolidate ourselves. And if it happens, it happens. We go up. Um, I, I think that would be a fair analysis, Kieran. What do you think? Yeah, I think... As you said, the league looks so tough now and I still back us. It really does depend. I mean, if there's still three teams going up, I don't know how it works. No, there won't be now. There won't be now. It's just the two, would it be? Yeah, because I think they've done the two, the three down and and two up this season from the Prem because they wanted to get the the senior back to 10. Yeah. Um, So obviously you've got Portland and uh, Groundhoppers coming down to the Prem. Uh, Lullingston have folded, so they won't be going into the Prem Division. But all of the rumours, we're not. I'm not going to. I put it. I put on my guesses for what the Prem's going to look like next season. But you've got some big names coming across from other leagues. That's that's the the league they've been offered is the Prem. It seems to be uh, the entry point for top teams from other leagues. Um, it's just going to be a real exciting um, division. Obviously, Blendon as champions and the Wall have gone up to the senior, which which will make it. Uh, interesting for the senior boys, uh, but you've still got the likes of uh, Farnborough Reserves, uh, Elmstead uh, in the um, Prem from this season, LSC Giants. I don't know what's happening with Craven Park, but they were finished bottom, so I assume that they'll be relegated if they're still hanging about. Do, do you know when they? Do you know when they announce the divisions? Uh, it'll be a week or so before the AGM, whenever that is. I don't know when the AGM is. <laughs> you should have. You will have to attend <laughs> the meeting soon. A trophy. <laughs> uh, yeah, the OBDSFL are pretty good at, at keeping these things under wraps. All all leagues have tightened up a bit because um, if it gets out, all the gossip and, and moaning and groaning starts from from teams. So um, now the league will probably release it a week or so before the before the AGM, so everyone gets time yeah. to have a look at it. And I think you even vote. You have you, you even have to vote the new constitution in at the AGM. So. Um, yeah, it'll be yeah. interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be an easy season. I mean, yeah, as you said, like you've just listed teams off, and it's going to be a tough year for us. Um, but as, as Tom said, I still think we're we're good enough to hold ourselves in the division, even if we don't go up. I was saying to the boys the other day, um, we've had we've had that we've now won a title, and that 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 was enough for us. Like we're we're hitting we're hitting the big leagues now, and, yeah. and the jump from Div One to the Prem. Um, on paper, is is a huge jump. So um, I'll be happy. And as I said, it will be a good test. And and I think there is over the years we've had some some games where the boys haven't really felt tested. I think look. So now we're going to be playing teams of very high quality, and I think the boys will just step up to that quality. And uh, it'll be it'll give us some interesting games this year, and hopefully we can start getting some really grinding out the points and. Uh, yeah, being the underdogs would be would be nice for a change. I think you're right, and I think um, being that your group of mates, uh, you're going to get that your mate if you're friends outside of football, not just not just a team of a, a team teammates, your actual friends having that solidarity when the chips are down, you're going to graft for each other. Um, that's quite 
that's can, that, that could be needed. You're going to have to call upon that sort of that relationship amongst the group at times next season. Uh, you could go and storm it. I, I could be talking rubbish here, but um, you're going to need that sort of resolve and, and that and that coming together next season at times to to pull you through games. So that might be where where your relationships come uh, come to the fore. I wish you guys um, all the best uh, next season. Go and enjoy yourselves. It's not really. It's not. It's not a very long pre-season this this year. I think I'll have no weeks off, refereeing straight back into uh, friendlies for me tomorrow um, and Sunday, and then pre-seasons all the way pre-season friendlies all the way through July and August, and hopefully a season that begins uh, the first Sunday in September, I believe the fourth, the fourth or fifth of September. I think I looked earlier. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, but guys thank you for coming on the podcast today Um, it's been great to speak to some champions Uh, we like to cover all the leagues good bad and and otherwise but I thought these shows um, at the end of the season to celebrate our champions is well is is important to do that it's important to celebrate um, excellence and you guys were the best in your leagues this season so congratulations on that and thanks for coming on thank you very much yeah cheers Andrew and have a good summer you too, mate. I hope to speak to you all next season on the Sunday League Show. Yeah, hopefully we'll be speaking as champions this time next year. <laughs> Harry, Harry, you boys are due to come on as, as guests anyway and hopefully oh, yeah, Has, are, yeah. Hacienda will get you on again next season. Have a good one, boys. Yeah, Lovely stuff. Cheers. Thank you. All the best. Bye. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.